welcome to a special episode of the Tax Chick Podcast. I am your host, the Tax Chick, otherwise known as Amanda Doucette. I am a tax partner in a mid-sized law firm in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada, and I started the Tax Chick blog in May 2020 and the Tax Chick podcast in August 2020. I started the blog and I started the podcast because I wanted to accomplish two things. I wanted to empower business owners and other advisors to take steps to learn foundational tax information. And I also wanted to provide a platform for the dissemination of that information. And the last two and a half years has been a crazy ride. And if you've been following along on that ride, thank you so much. I have amassed over 14,000 downloads. I have listeners in over 50 countries. And I have met fellow tax chicks from around the globe. And hopefully I've inspired a few people to learn a little bit about tax along the way. But I'm going to be honest with you, sometime toward the end of last year, I started to feel stuck or bored. And I have a really type A personality. And as a result, I was following this really predictable and specific timeline. So I always did a new blog post on the last Tuesday of every month. There was always a new podcast episode on the second Thursday of every month. I never took a break in the last two and a half years. I have blogged and I have podcasted through trials, through getting COVID, through my wedding. However, somewhere along the way, I started thinking that maybe it was time to shake things up a bit. And I had a bit of an Oprah aha moment just this past week. I was chatting with one of my coaches And I was telling her about this feeling of being stuck and that I didn't really know where the podcast and where the blog were supposed to go. And she reminded me that there are no rules and that the only rules for my podcast are the rules I set for myself. So if I have something to say and I want to say it on a day that's not the second Thursday of every month, I should just get on my microphone and say it. So my mind was blown. And here I am breaking my own rules, and I'm being a rebel, and I'm proud of it. So today's podcast is going to be a bite-sized version of what I usually produce. I do plan on releasing more of these bite-sized episodes over the next year because sometimes there are some really quick things that I just want to pass along to everybody. So today, I want to accomplish two quick things. First, I want to share a little bit about some of the ideas that I have and some of the things that are going to be happening over the next couple of months. And because it's a tax podcast, I'm going to finish off with a really quick tax topic. I want to talk about authorizing a representative with Canada Revenue Agency. Okay, so starting with the updates. I have been dreaming and planning and scheming and thinking about what I want to do in 2023 with the podcast and with the blog. And As it stands right now, my intention is to bring the podcast back in its usual form by March of 2023, and please stay tuned. I will be doing some sneak peeks of my guests and my topics. As always, if you have ideas for a podcast episode, please reach out to me at thetaxchickpodcast at gmail.com. I am also in the process of doing a complete overhaul of my website. One of the things that I never realized I'd be doing as a tax lawyer is learning as much electronic and technology as I have over the last couple of years. I mean, I learned WordPress for my blog. I learned 
Transistor and Zencaster and GarageBand for my podcast. I've learned how to use Canva to create social media posts. I, I feel like I've I've kind of gotten a good familiarity with all those things. And now I'm adding a new one to the mix. I'm learning Squarespace. It's going not bad. So I'm very excited. My new website is looking awesome. And it is going to be a great resource. It'll be way easier to find things because right now my website's it's just harder to find things. So I'm going to make the blog posts and the information easier to locate. I'm going to have it organized by topic. And you'll also be able to find out information on the new site about how to book me to speak at your next event because I love coming and speaking to people in person. And uh, so you'll find out about that as well. Now, how do you find out about all these updates and when they're happening and what's going on and when the website's launching? Well, you can find out by signing up for my newsletter. And I know how people feel about newsletters. I promise you, I will not spam you. I send really quick, short newsletter updates. I don't send them often, but this is the way that you're going to find out what's going on in my life and kind of when you can expect to see all of this new stuff. I'm going to put the link to register or sign up for my newsletter in the show notes. And I really encourage you to sign up and keep in touch as to what's going on. I'm also going to be asking for feedback over the next couple of months on things from the people that are on my newsletter list, asking you about topics, um, length of blog posts, length of podcast episodes, how you most like to learn. I want this information to serve you. And so please jump on the list and then you can kind of be a part of that party. Also, I mentioned that I love speaking and I'm so excited because I'm kicking off 2023 by going and doing an in-person speaking event. Yay. No more Zoom for a little while. I'm going to be in Toronto for, I think, I don't know, 36 hours or maybe 42 hours uh, in, in January here. I'm heading to the Association of Tax and Accounting Professionals Refresh Conference. I'm speaking on January the 20th. If you are going to be there, please let me know. Please come up. Please say hi. I'm going to be talking about tax litigation remedies. So what to do if you need a solution other than just filing a notice of objection. We'll be chatting about things like voluntary disclosure, remission orders, rescission, rectification, fairness relief. I will put the link in the show notes uh, about this uh, conference, and I, I really hope to see you there. So I'm in Toronto for a very short period of time, but I have some really amazing online friends that I've met over the last couple of years who live in Toronto and surrounding area, and I am super psyched because I'm going to get to meet a couple of them in person uh, this time. So my my online BFF, Jamie Monty, um, she was on the podcast in season three this past season. We are meeting up to record a special video. I'm so excited. I'll share more on that later. And also, I'm going to be going out to dinner with Shruthi. And Shruthi was on season two of my podcast. She is taking me to her favorite Lebanese restaurant. She is a fellow uh, estate lawyer and tax lawyer in Toronto. And I'm super excited to catch up with her, meet her in person, and uh, you know, just share some experiences. So that's what's happening with me over the next couple of months. As I said, jump on the newsletter list. I'll keep providing you with updates and I'm really excited. I feel very energized about the new direction that all of this is going. A quick tax tip before I sign off. I promised that I would talk a bit about authorizing a representative. So this past week, I was on the phone with my accountant and we were going through a few things and the topic of 
authorizing a representative on your Canada Revenue Agency account popped up. And we ended up talking about what seems to be the continually evolving rules around how to do this in Canada. And the current set of rules are much more difficult than it was even like six months ago. And I mean, it's it's difficult also because a lot of our clients don't have online access. And even those that do are not always familiar with how to go about uh, doing that authorizing process. And I ended up talking to a few of my clients about it this week. This seems like a hot topic, so I thought, why not put it on the podcast? Here are the steps that you need to take if you're trying to authorize somebody to be a representative for you. Now, when would you be doing that? Well, if you've hired a financial advisor, for example, they may ask for access to your online Canada Revenue Agency account to see your notice of assessment, to see how much room you have left on your TFSA or your RRSP. If you've hired an accountant, they will likely want to have online access to your Canada Revenue Agency account in order to see the balances in your account and help you with your tax filings. You also may have to authorize a lawyer at some point. So in my role as a tax lawyer, I sometimes need online access to my client's uh, online account with CRA in order to file objections for them to see how much tax they have owing, any of those things. So there's different reasons why you may need to authorize somebody over time. So if you have an online account and if you're an individual or if you have a sole proprietorship, you're going to have a my account. If you're, you know, a business, a corporation, you're going to have a my business account. Whichever account that you have, you'll log on to it. And at the top right-hand corner of your screen, you're going to see a button that says profile. You're going to click on the button. There is so much good information behind that button. I'll talk about that in a minute. But the the part I want to focus on is if you scroll down until you see a section that says authorized representative, you want to edit that section. And there's a button you can click that says edit. And here is where you can add people and you can remove people. In order to add somebody, you need some identifier for them. So a typical one you can use is a business number for your representative. In addition, the group that's representing you might have what we call a group ID or a rep ID. They will give you the information that you need to be able to fill into this little box. And once you've you've got the number or the, the identifier, you then have to choose how much they get to see and do. And there's two types of authorization. There's a level one and there's a level two. Level one allows you to see things, but you can't make changes. Level two allows you to view and make changes. So you have to make sure you're choosing the right level. You also have to choose if there's an expiry date. So when does the authorization disappear? You might say, not until I delete it, and that's okay, but you have to choose something. And then you also have to choose what program accounts they get access to. So for example, if you have a business and you have a GST account and you have some employees, so you have a payroll account, plus you have an income tax account, Those are three different program accounts, and you have to choose whether the person's going to see all of those program accounts or just one or two of them. Once you've made all those choices and you confirm, this little confirmation page pops up. And I've been suggesting to my clients to either save that as a PDF or print it because that's kind of your proof of what you did and when. 
Now, that's how you add somebody. But what if you want to take somebody off? And it's really important that you know who is on your list of authorized representatives because if you've switched advisors, you don't need to have somebody on your account and having access to your tax information that's no longer working for you. So in that very same section, you can also delete people. And it's really simple. You literally just press the little delete button beside their name and it'll ask you if you want to block them or if you just want to delete them. And if you block them, you can never add them again. So unless you're mad at them, you probably don't want to block them. You probably just want to delete them. So you just click delete. You're going to get another confirmation page. You can save that for your records. Now, I have been saying over and over on my blog, my podcast, in my social media posts, go onto your profile with CRA and just check it out every now and then. It has really important information in there. It sets out your mailing address, and it's your responsibility to make sure that address is up to date. If CRA sends you a notice to the wrong address and it's the address you have listed on your online account, they are not responsible for whether or not you receive it. So if you've moved, make sure you go on and update your address. You also want to make sure the right representatives have access to things. You can also check and see if you have any new mail from CRA. Are they trying to alert you to anything? You can find that out too. So every now and then, pop onto your profile. Just make sure everything's looking good. That is everything I wanted to share with you today. I really hope you enjoyed this bite-sized episode of the Tax Chick Podcast. Again, the best way to keep posted on what I'm up to in my little corner of Saskatchewan is to sign up for my newsletter and also to follow me on Instagram. My handle is at tax.chick. And I'm also really active on LinkedIn. If you uh, just Google Amanda Doucette, you'll find me there. And I'll put the link in the show notes. I love getting feedback. I love hearing from my listeners. Please reach out. If you enjoy the podcast, please leave me a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I'm so excited to share all this new stuff that's going to be coming in the next couple of months with all of you. And I hope that you have a great rest of your weekend. Please note that the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast episode belong solely to the speakers and are not necessarily the views of the speaker's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. In addition, the information provided and discussed in this podcast is not legal advice. We encourage you to consult with your legal advisor for specific advice. 